What's going on, Bulls fans? And if you guys thought that the Bulls were going to take Labor Day off like I did, the Bulls have had me work in the last 24 hours, but it's all a labor of love. I do this podcast because I love the team. I love the franchise. And it's conversations that, and discussions that I'd be having anyway, uh, had, had I not had this show and decided to start this project. But Lord, did the Bulls decide to get busy on Labor Day to just finalize their roster. So I already did a, a video on the signing of Stanley Johnson as well as Matt Thomas. Uh, apparently, it's come out that Matt Thomas is going to be a two-way deal, which, which kind of just makes sense when you think about how deep the Bulls are on that guard position and wing position. But uh, so the Bulls made another uh, signing, which they signed Alze or Alize, uh Johnson. Um, a he does play power forward. It looks like he can also play some of the three as well. Um, and they signed him. He actually had some big games uh, last season. And you know, Kevin Durant spoke on him before. And I, and I, you know, I was gonna come out with another quick video just to go over that signing. But I wanted to take some time now that the Bulls roster is kind of finalized. I wanted to take some time to look and talk about how this rotation may span out uh, when everybody's healthy, when everybody's on the court. I'm well everybody's available to play because uh, you can't have everybody on the court at one time and I really wanted to just sit back and like us go over what this roster is going to be and what it looks like right so uh first let's talk about Alizé Johnson um and you know he is um a player with some problems he hasn't really played a lot of NBA games at all really so you know maybe the front office saw something in him enough flashes where they thought okay you know not as somebody we want to rely on maybe to necessarily go into the season expecting to get a lot of minutes or be a big part of our rotation, but maybe he's a guy who can play with a lot of energy and maybe earn some more minutes as the season goes on. And then, you know, as, you know, maybe if they monitor and see any whatever way they can improve this bench um, in the season, you know, just to get him some some minutes. So, you know, solid signing. The Bulls front office is really, you know, they, they've they've now solidified their roster. So, Let's just go over everything from start to finish. So first, at the at the point guard position, we have starting, of course, Lonzo Ball. Um, backing him up, you would think, at least going in, you know, everyone being healthy and everything, Kobe White's going to be his immediate backup. Um, talked a little bit about Kobe in the last video, so I'm not going to go into a lot there. I really do think, I'm just going to, well, I'm just going to say this. I really do think that um, if Kobe is going to be that spark plug off the bench, uh, this is the season where we start seeing that. I'm not saying he's going to be his, he's way too young to ever say he's 21 years old. He'll be way too young for us to say, you know, that's going to be his final form. This is what he's, it's either this year's the make or break because it's really not. You want to see flashes. You want to see some consistency from Kobe White. But again, 21 years old going into this season, he still has a lot of years left to develop. I mean, for example, just look at the guy starting in front of him. Lonzo Ball is only two years older than him at 23. Um, and, you know, Lonzo showed he improved a lot in, in several areas of his game last season. So I think sometimes we're too quick, especially when we're the team that draft people, um, players to, to expect them to be their final form way too early than what they're probably going to be. Um, but you know, that being said, that's a conversation for another day. I do think that Kobe white, this is going to not a make or break season, but hopefully we see a lot of flashes. You see more, that's what you want from Kobe, especially in this new role for him. It's just consistency. If he can be that consistent, solid score. And I'm not even talking about 15 points off the game or anything like that. You look at a solid 10 to 12 on what this team's doing as well as play with that high energy. Um, Kobe, it's going to be a season for Kobe to show something. Now, after the Kobe, we do have. Uh, Devin Dotson, who doesn't project to get a lot of minutes because, you know, I, I would expect Caruso to play some backup two and backup one. I know he's even projected to play some backup three as well. 
So, you know, we, we'll see how much we see Dotson. I think if Do if we see a lot of Dotson, something's gone terribly, terribly wrong uh, in the Bulls season. But let's move over to our shooting guard position. Oh, and also Io. I, 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 I hesitated to mention Io. He's probably ahead of Dotson unless they plan on developing him in the D League throughout the season. I just didn't know where to pencil in Io because Io can really play the one or the two, I think, especially with his energy, um, his ab ability to play defense. But I don't, we may see a lot of him at the beginning of the season or more of him at the beginning than what we're going to see towards the back half of the season just because we don't know what's going on with Kobe Wright right now. But I just, I don't have that expectation of Dotson to be like an impact. I could be completely wrong. You know, he he's he comes in as a 21-year-old rookie. He could get um, some minutes. So I'm not saying that it's not possible. It, hell, it's possible he could, he could surpass Kobe in the lineup uh with you know Kobe not being maybe 100% to start the season if he shows something so the, you know I just I just didn't want to throw Dotson in there on the heavy rotation because I just I don't know if they're going to throw him out there at least immediately in the season now let me know if you guys agree or disagree with that do you expect to see a lot of IO um to start the season but I, that remains to be seen um but that being said uh Zach Levine of course is our starting two he's our franchise player we know he's going to get his 30 plus minutes a night every night um, and hopefully he continues that efficiency that he showed last season. I don't know if this, the pure scoring numbers are going to be the same as last season because we have such an improved team. But if you if he can score close to that clip with more efficiency because he's on a better player, because he's on a better team, I should say, we are really looking at one of the best players in the NBA. We're looking at that regardless, I think, with Zach Levine. So uh, that's Zach Levine. I have Caruso slotted in as probably his main backup. Um, and, I, you know, I talked about him a little bit with the point guard position. Well, he's going to bring defense. He's going to bring energy. He's going to bring shooting. And he's going to bring some ability to score when you need him to. Uh, Javante Green, I have slotted uh, immediately backing him up. You know, I don't know what to expect from Javante Green personally. You know, you you can have him or Derrick Jones kind of come in as that as as that guard. Uh, Derrick Jones is probably going to play more three than anything. Just it, it, what I'm expecting. Again, I'm not an NBA coach. This is just me kind of trying to go over what our roster is looking like right now. And then of course we also have Matt Thomas, uh, who's uh, going to be a two way player, and as well as Io, who can help fill out that that uh, that two guard spot as well. Moving on into the three uh DeMar DeRozan and you know he's going to be starting he's going to be getting a lot of minutes tonight we're going to depend on him as the veteran presence in this locker room and on this team to kind of guide and you know he's the the more um he's the player on this team who has the most wins who's gone the furthest in his career I know there's a lot of critique on him and you know the fact that the uh, the Raptors couldn't get out of the Eastern Conference while he was on the team and all that but at the end of the day he has the most playoff experience he has the most big game experience and he's the winningest player on this roster. And so he's going to be looked at to do uh, a lot, if, even if it's not pure number wise. But, you know, scoring wise, he's going to finally we finally have a player who can take that scoring load off uh, Zach Levine. And it's not we, we don't need Zach to score 28, 29 points every single night to still be a very effective team and, and, and to get some wins. DeMar DeRozan, I'm not saying he he's not the key player, but he's a key player. He's a key piece on this team as far as if we can go where we think we're, we we can go and hit the heights that we think we can hit in this season. Um, and so backing him up, we got Derek Jones Jr., uh, also Alizé or Alizé. I've heard it pronounced a few different ways. It looks like Alizé Johnson to me. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. Feel free to correct me. You guys have been helping me. I know Vucevic, I've been, uh, I've been completely killing his name for the most part that I've had this show. And as someone who grew up overseas, you think I would be better uh, at that. But uh 
So we got uh, Alize Johnson as well, who can solid in and get some minutes at the three. Stanley Johnson as well, we can expect to get some minutes at the three as well. And also Troy uh, Brown Jr. You know, Patrick Williams can also fill in at the three. So we have, that's why I said the wing position, we have so many players that can fit in and play some solid minutes on the wing that that is all taken care of. Um, like I said, I, I DeMar, I really think is going to be a key piece on this team. His ability to handle the ball as much as he does and, and have Zach be able to free up to be to move off the ball more. And that's a part of Zach's game that I think not only can he continue to improve on, but I think he's more dangerous at that than what we give him credit. Is just we've have to we've had to see him on the ball so much just for this team to be successful. It's not really going to be that anymore. We have Lonzo, we have DeMar, Patrick Williams showed some ability to, to ball handle when he was in summer league. Now, he's not going to be expected to do that in the regular season, I don't think, because they have so many players that can do it. Uh, Vucevic, as well, can also uh, do that. So, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but, you know, coming in at the four, our starting four is Patrick Williams, uh, the young guy. Uh, the No longer you can say he's 19. He's 21 years old, second-year man. Um, and Patrick Williams, I, I again, much like with Kobe, you wanted to see, you want to see him uh, show consistency more than anything. We don't really know what his role is going to be. We don't know how everything is going to shake out on this team. I would say this: if Patrick Williams, I would not be surprised if Patrick Williams ends up as the third option on offense, even in some ways passing DeMar DeRozan. But I also wouldn't be surprised if he kind of just gets his offense where he can get it in, and maybe. You know, when some of the starters are on the bench, he's used more. But I really think this is going to be a year of Patrick Williams adjusting to playing the four more, continue to show that defensive intensity that he showed last year, being able to knock down open shots, but maybe not necessarily and be too featured as far as on the offensive side of the ball. Again, it's like with everything, I could be completely wrong and proven wrong in this as the season progresses and goes forward and as everything kind of settles in. But Patrick Williams, make no mistake, whether he, no matter what he's doing on offense, is a key piece to this team in this starting lineup because of what he can do defensively and his versatility there and the fact that you know while I expect Zach to continue to improve on defense Lonzo solid on defense DeMar DeRozan a lot of people have problems with his defense but Patrick Williams is going to be that player to where he's going to help balance everything out and so you know yeah, I've heard, we, he's been compared to Lou Aldang. He's been compared. And at the end of the day, maybe the impact or the role may be similar. He's not a similar player, but I really, there's so many flashes that you see with Patrick Williams. And, you know, we were, some of us as a fan, were kind of down on the draft pick and didn't understand where the Bulls were going with it. But Patrick Williams, he's going to be in this league for a long time. As far as like, just with what he can do defensively alone, it's going to probably make him a starter. And what the fact he was able to do that at 19, 19 years old and i know we got to get off that the whole he's 19 thing he's 20 now but a player of his age to be, really be able to to stand in and start and and be as solid defensively as what he was throughout a season that's that's huge especially going forward as the game starts slowing down for him and he improves and you know he's he's a grown man out there I, you can't even really say as he feels in his body or whatever because that's a grown man uh for anyone who's seen him um but yeah, so Patrick Williams is our starting four. Backing him up, like I said, Alize Johnson is probably is going to play some of those minutes. Even Troy Brown Jr. is going to play some of those backup four minutes. Stanley Johnson as well, if he ends up being, uh, depending on how many minutes he gets, he's probably going to be able to fill in some of those backup four minutes as well. Nikola Vucevic, our starting center. And this is wh where he's kind of the linchpin in the degree because if we get an injury to Vucevic a major injury to where he's out for a while like I said in the last couple of videos we're fucked like fucked um and that's not to say that we don't have enough talent in other places like yeah, it's possible that we could go small and 
you know, because of our offensive versatility, we're still able to stay in a lot of games. But it's just like, like I said, it just throws off our rotation so much. But backing him up immediately, we have uh, Tony Bradley, who uh, projects to be um, a defensive uh, big and, and someone who maybe is not blocking a lot of shots, but is altering shots. And, you know, if he can be that presence in there, that just that tough physical presence um, coming in at 6'10", you know, I, Tony, like I said, AK and Eversley, they I really do believe I, I trust in players more so than I would have if this is our old regime who brought in these players, because I know that they do their research. I know that they trust the people that they bring in. I know that they have no qualms or hesitation to bring in people if they see the, the, the role and the fit and how they can contribute to this team. And then we also have Marco Seminovich. And so he, this is the, this, I don't know where to project. He's 21 years old as well. Um, You know, showed some flashes in summer league. He didn't really get to show the shooting that some of, uh that he's been projected to, to be able to do. But like I said before, maybe they, they see a lot in this kid um to where he's going to be able to get 10 to 12 minutes a night and really help sure up that front man rotation you know we've been talking about the bulls need another big the bulls need another big and and they did right they signed one they they brought one in so it made sense they brought in somebody who can play the power forward but maybe we're overlooking what they expect from marco coming into his first season and again let's temper our expectations i'm not necessarily saying that by the end of the season we're going to have this player that we see as like a starter or someone who's going to contribute on this team for the next 10 years or whatever but you hope that and i know that they hope that for him and you know 21 years old Played pro overseas. He's been pro for a while now. As he adjusts to the NBA game, there's going to be growing pains. There's going to be times where we look at him and say, oh, this guy stinks. There's going to be times where we see him and see him on a stretch and like, damn, we we have our starting center of the future here. It's going to be him and Patrick Williams in the front court for the next however many years. Um, But we also thought that with uh William Carter Jr. and Laurie when when Carter Jr. was first drafted, we thought that we had made the pick to where our front court was going to be taken care of for a while. So. Only thing that I can say is I, I I don't have enough sample size of my viewing. I have what I've read from other people and everything. But for me, I, I try to judge things off what I see and make my own determination, not just based off what other people have seen from them or expect. And from I don't have enough to say what 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 I, I can see in the player. That's something that we're going to learn over the course of the season, Um, as well as if he ends up going to the D League or something, G League. I, I still call it the D League. I guess this is the G League now I need to um get familiar with calling it that but uh if, if he does end up going down there i'm going to watch as many this 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 season i am going to watch every single bulls anything that i can watch because we have such a team that the t- the reason why i like this team so much right and the reason why i love ak and eversley so much is that if you look at it and i know we traded a lot of younger players away and gotten in veterans but we are really at that perfect spot of Youth and veterans. Look at Lonzo Ball, who's still young and he's still developed. Already talked about Kobe White still being young. Zach Levine's still only 26 years old, which is hard to it's hard to re- remember sometimes. Um, and Zach can still have some room to develop. More of a polishing off what's already there than I expect him to add a a, a really big thing to his skill set. All of a sudden, Caruso, 27 years old. Uh, we know we got Io who came in um Derek Jones Jr. is only 24 Alzay Johnson is 25 Patrick Williams we know the potential there Troy Brown is only 22 years old um Tony Bradley's 23 years old and Marco's 21 years old so we still have youth here and we still have youth that can develop and you don't know what you're going to get out of them in the long term and that's the thing that makes this team so special is that yes we can compete now we expect to compete now but as those younger players develop and we see more of what we have into them we don't necessarily yes you want to see this team add talent right 
But you can also add, we also are at the place where we're able to add talent internally because these players still have some room to develop. So let's say for some reason we run this exact team back next season. No matter where we end this season at, if next season we run this exact team team back, it could still be a very different team in the way that they play on the court and the way that these players are able to play for us because some of them have so much room to still develop. And so we have some of that in the starting lineup. We have a lot of it on the bench. And, you know, that's what you want to see from a contending team. Eyes on now, be able to compete now, but also be able to improve by just your players getting better and not necessarily having to go out and sign a new player every offseason. Still, you know AK and Eversley are going to be active, so we know we're going to be adding to this team every year, but that's just a good position to be in. And that makes you feel, makes me feel good as a fan of this franchise and as this team where we are right now. So that's my opinion. There, That's that's where we have it um, uh, on the Bulls roster after the latest signing and kind of our roster being finalized. Let me know what you guys think down below. Make sure you like uh, the video if you liked it. Make sure you subscribe as well so we continue to grow this platform. Thank you guys for all your support, man. Uh, we just passed like 250 watched hours on YouTube, which is out of this, out of this mind to me, a project that I didn't think people would listen to. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, right? When I started this, I didn't know what to expect. I Yes, I love the Chicago Bulls. I hope that, that more than anything that comes through. I love this team. I can talk about this team all day long, but uh, I'm not anyone who has any type of journalism. I'm not anyone who has, you know, has any inside scoop or anything. I am just a Bulls fan talking about this team and the game that i love so i appreciate you guys for that make sure you're also following uh the show on twitter at bull central pod you can also follow me personally at ceo hayes the ceo h-a-i-z-e you can also add me on psn if you want to play me in 2k uh 22 when that releases it's ceo hayes there as well I want to thank you guys so much for just the support and uh the growth of this channel in a relatively smart amount of time i don't even know if it's been 30 days since i started the channel yet so Thank you for all the support that you guys have given me so far. It doesn't go unnoticed. Uh, as always, go Bulls. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.